Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Once again to oh, a Sopranos podcast. As always, I'm Joe Spellman. This is David Feudernay. And this is Paul Golius. And we're talking about episode 12, Isabella. Isabella. And let me introduce to you our very special guest, ladies and gentlemen, DC Pearson. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Published yeah. author, oh, uh, oh, part of oh, Derek Comedy, oh, oh. and uh, improviser, comedian, actor, oh. writer, <laughs> everything. This guy's everything, oh. if you don't know him. God Human f- being. God forbid. <laughs> Not for nothing, but that's all I got. <laughs> oh, that was good. Um, welcome. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> he's, he's just going to well, speak we can in get one in. Yeah, I'm, I'm just a soundboard. <laughs> Human, just okay, soprano soundboard. That's all we need. Who's your shit? Um, yeah, so um, let's get right to it, right? Why don't yeah, we just yeah. go ahead and you, uh, uh, do, you know, a quick do your little rundown thing. up top. But, uh, but this is the second to last episode of the first season. We were just talking about, uh, before we watched the episode, we were saying how uh, usually the, the second to last episode in a series is the one that's like the most uh, exciting, the most dramatic. And then, and then in The Sopranos, the, uh, the finale like the... is sort of used to like wrap things up, yeah. right? Um, but and this one's uh you know kind of kicks that off and and the uh, subsequent seasons follow but in this it's kind of like a a moody quiet episode with mm-hmm. we see Tony in this uh deep deep depression more than we've ever seen him uh maybe more than we ever see him is he ever depressed like this again in the series i don't even i don't even know um, I see well, pretty... the, ne- the next episode he is too he's but de- he's sick well he's sick what are you talking about are you what? thinking of funhouse oh, i'm thinking of funhouse no yeah, season 2 finale yeah, 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 yeah. when he's like diarrhea and farting and <laughs> all that shit yeah it's kind of like depression yeah a little bit okay so physic we see him physically ill but like ne- we we've never seen him in the in the depths of the depression that he's in in this episode yeah he's on lithium and prozac and he sees uh a neighbor uh staying at the Cusimano's house while they're in bermuda i guess and it's uh 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 attractive woman italian woman named isabella who ends up to be completely fabricated in, in, in his mind, right? That lithium will knock you out, is what I was going to say. Is, mm. Will it? I've yeah, never had a, it before, oh, but I've, okay. known oh, people, yeah. I've known people have had it, and they're like, 
comatose. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense. It like, puts I you mean, on your ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, then that makes sense. Thanks, Dr. Damn. Spells. That's, <laughs> hey, uh, that's, anytime. It's dicked up. <laughs> uh, and then the big thing that happens this episode is uh, Olivia, uh, yeah, Olivia and Junior sort of enact their plan to have Tony disposed of uh, for seeing a psychiatrist and razzing Uncle June about eating pussy earlier this season. But uh, but yeah, and that those are the the, the two kind of main things. There's no other real storylines. I mean, Christopher's sort of like haunting Tony, like following him around because he's concerned he's going to yeah. do something. Who told him to do that? That's what I, I want to know. He just took no his... other real storylines, you say, as though AJ isn't going to, A, go to the formal, <laughs> B, then decide he's not going to go right. to the formal because right. his dad got shot, and then C, go to the formal. That's, that a, a, that's an arc, my friend. That oh, is an arc. arc. It really that's is. A, that's a good call. That's sort of, I wouldn't call it an A story. Maybe that's, that's a lowercase A story. What's higher that's... than A? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, oh, dude, the AJ scenes are fucking priceless in this, by the way. With, with it's his, a good uh, AJ up. First of all, got to shout out the wardrobe department for oh, yeah. nailing the, the, the middle the school aged, lime uh, green <laughs> shirt. Uh, yeah. Right. Also, um, was what we've talked about on this podcast, I don't know if you're aware, DC is uh, AJ's uh, New Metal Shirts, which is a Twitter account. Oh, <laughs> really? Oh, what a delight. Awesome. I mean, I have always enjoyed on my various watch throughs of the show. I think I've seen it all the way through maybe three times. That feels right. Yeah, sure. Um, and I always enjoy in in a number of other shows around this era, but Sopranos it definitely jumps out because Sopranos is such a generally high quality show that it sort of sharing this DNA with other TV shows in general, but also of the time, is really funny to me. Where you have teen bedrooms or like preteen <laughs> bedrooms or teen bedrooms, where clearly at the time the production designer was just like wrote away like dear RCA records, please send me posters for all of your acts. And then it's just like, like, okay, they're here. And then they just put them up. Yeah. Right. So yep. it's just like you have, I can't think of a good example, but you just have all these incredibly incongruous, like teens that are a, like I have so, where did I, I don't know where they got these posters. Like they're things that you would only see like in displays and like tower records right, at right, the time right, right, where it would right. be like 40 posters for like aqua and 40 posters <laughs> yes. for like puddle of mud or oh, whatever yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, sure, it is funny that you say mud. that yeah. about them like reaching out to record companies because sometimes it's in sync at least on right. the show right. and sometimes it's like cupid or like some like boy band you've never heard yeah, of which is so <laughs> is so wonderful i feel like it's <laughs> that that st that era of like records be or like cds i guess at the time being like yeah. the biggest thing in the world and being such a huge industry and just yep. like still getting to see like that reflected in terms of like oh yeah there was just so many acts that got signed and they were like oh you yeah. put out one album and then right. you got your poster on the wall of the sopranos and that's <laughs> huge that's what's happening it's yeah. pretty amazing that's funny because i always assume that like they just like they just like, had somebody art them themselves and they weren't real bands like if, you, if they weren't <laughs> oh, people you recognize right. like i just assume like oh we couldn't uh, get the rights so uh, no, like recently either there, one i think is possible I totally. mean. but there, there were some on meadows uh wall and i was like there's no way that's a real group and i looked it up and i was like that's a real like Damn, girl a real group, group. Yeah. from the 90s that Damn. we've just never heard of and that was that was their biggest claim to fame yeah they were yeah. on meadow soprano's wall right uh yeah they always nailed like that 90s sort of uh decor and and, and shit like that. his clothes and are like clothes. so baggy oh, and that God. like uh seat in the hospital and uh oh yeah and they like, yeah, even the like suit. meadow has like the uh like the bell bottoms sort of like mm -hmm. almost jinkos on yeah. yeah i feel like what meadow is wearing is kind of a cliche observation but i feel like what meadow is wearing now i'm also not a super cool person but i feel like somebody <laughs> could wear that and be cool 
right yeah, now. It didn't you know stand out I mean? to me where yeah. I was like, Whereas like AJ's yeah. clothes, it's like, that's really, that's better left <laughs> right. in the right. past. Yeah, I yeah, feel yeah, like, yeah. Which is pretty much all I th- imagine. We're, I, I imagine we're all about the same age. Probably yeah. what we would have worn at, as, maybe not, we were all a little older by this time, but like, that's definitely yeah. something that I might have worn at that. Some very, some of those stuff are like. Definitely, yeah. sure. yeah. the ba- the I aspired to Jinkos. Pants. I don't yeah. think I was allowed to have Jinkos, yeah. but yeah, baggy <laughs> cargo yeah. pants for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yep. The yes. gold. I did have a gold chain. What, where did you grow up? Uh, Hartford, Connecticut. Okay, East yeah. Coast. Yeah. Where did you I grow up? Arizona. Oh, in Arizona? Yeah, very oh, little okay. gold, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. As much, not as much gold. Wait, so were you watching it when it first aired, though? I, wow, that's such a good question. I don't, I think my parents started watching it shortly after it started airing. So I think they had gotten into it, I feel like. But did I, when did I start watching it? I don't think I actually watched it when it like at the very beginning yeah, but i yeah. feel like maybe when i was in college right i feel like maybe started catching a few episodes which feels weird to say like just watching like a couple of random episodes yeah, actually yeah, on yeah. hbo yeah. but then at a certain point when i was in college like borrowed through a combination of netflix when it was the actual discs and like borrowing the boxed sets like fully caught up to at that point, maybe it was just the first four seasons, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah. that was where, where I caught up gotcha. to at that point, and it was still airing. I'm yeah, always same. interested, because we grew up on the, on the East Coast. We're all tri-state right. area boys, well, Connecticut. But I always wondered, like, how did this show, like, read in the rest of the country, like Arizona? Right. Because we grew up around, like, people, like, I come from an Italian right. family. Yeah. Right, Like, all this was, like, but part, I always of, felt part that of the appeal was it was so recognizable. Right? I always felt so, that way about Seinfeld, and I couldn't understand too, yeah. how, like, it yes. had mass appeal. I think there's, like, a U-shape where it's, like, if you're right next to it and it's people that you know, it's really appealing. I think a lot right. of cultural stuff is like this. And then if it's not, like, anything you've experienced, it's very, it can be very appealing to people. Because right. like, oh, right. my God. Like, I remember talking recently to, like, a some I, I can't remember exactly who it was but like an older person maybe at like a family reunion or something and they were like and i still can't believe that they shot i just found out they filmed seinfeld in la <laughs> they were like so like vaguely offended because they were just like they've been watching it for years going like i don't live in new york never been to new york but that's what it's like yeah. and then when they found out that it was filmed in la they were like wait a darn minute wait um but i do think oh, the like, streets aren't it, that clean right. in new york <laughs> <laughs> exactly um there's no big sign that says paramount in new york or wherever they shot it. but um but my i think also an angle on it for me was that my stepmom is italian and she and my dad got married in like the early 2000s around when this show was like in its prime mm-hmm. right. and so i sort of weirdly late in like relatively late in life in my teens got an italian side of the family <laughs> which i highly recommend <laughs> and my and my then and my the woman who then became my my grandma had never had grandkids before uh, so as i say often i got like a never been driven italian grandma like fresh <laughs> you know it was like oh my god like fresh off the lot this is oh, great zero yeah. miles so excited to like cook and be grandma oh, and so great. it was like a weird sort of like it was both exotic to me and then also newly familiar or something i was getting to experience sort of for the first time although obviously much less dysfunctional i don't mean to be like (laughs) and as the show deals with i don't mean to be like or also got blowback for like like and then they were like when my grandma tried to kill my stepmom like no that (laughs) didn't happen right right right. 
Uh, good. I'm glad to hear that, that there yeah, was no uh, yeah. murder plots in your Right. Family. We finally just found out that she didn't officially. So it's great. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. wasn't yeah. her. It was just, yeah. But your dad put a pillow over her face. <laughs> right, right, right. But that was unrelated. That's yeah, just yeah, our yeah. Christmas tradition. Yeah. And then, of course, you went to school in New York and you lived in New right. York. So, exactly. Uh, you know, yeah, you must have. I mean, you're then definitely. You pick up on, yeah, you know, definitely identifying taste. with it more than like uh, all the. You know, New York, New Jersey surroundings yeah, I think, and all that. Yeah, I bet totally. As well. I think so. And just sort of, but again, it's sort of being the thing of like, I didn't grow up around it, so it doesn't feel exactly right. like. Still, a lot of stuff that's very like East Coasty doesn't feel exactly like. That's what I know. That's where I come from. But there is a combination, still like exoticism and familiarity. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I think. I hear you. Uh, what do you guys think about the uh, the the whole hallucination element of this of this episode? Because so as we come to find out, it's uh, we talked about it, it's the lithium that's giving Tony these hallucinations, but Melfi sort of pinpoint pinpoints it as like this is a time where Tony really needs to fabricate this image of a nurturing mother in his mo- in his mind, his subconscious is like providing that for him. But like, how do you think they handled? How, what are your opinions on how they handled the the, the whole Isabella thing in this episode? I thought it was kind of interesting because. Um... I mean, I knew it was coming, but like, right. if you're watching it like fresh, right? It's your, it, you know, I think you're like, is I don't. Well, I was like, I think you could be like, is this a dream? Because it seems almost dreamlike. And then like yeah. with like the billowing white, like but Carmela like, sees right, it, right, so stuff, yeah. Carmela sees it, so you're like, oh, it's not. Yeah. And then and that's and then a you're, hallucination you're like, too, oh yeah. fuck, it is. Uh, I don't know. I think that's kind of cool the way they did that. They kind of like made you right. go back and forth of right. whether it was a dream or not. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, go ahead. DC. Oh yeah. I was just going to say like, I, 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 when you say that Spellman, I, 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 I was realizing, I think pretty much every time I've ever watched it, I've kind of at the beginning when that character, except for the first time, obviously when at the <laughs> beginning, when that character shows up, been like, Oh, this is a dream, right? Like he's imagining her. Right. And then I feel like it's probably always at the same time of like right. when Carmela then right. sees her. I go like, right. oh, I guess she's not. Maybe I was misremembering that. Maybe that's a different episode. Yeah. He hallucinates yeah. a different lady, you know, like. Yeah. Um, and then it always like this time watching it, I was like, when then there was the re- the reveal with uh Dr. Cusimano next door, like, oh yeah, no, she's that there is was no dental student, like it worked on me. I was like, right, I was right. It was <laughs> yeah, fake. And yeah, then I was yeah. like, Carmela saw it. And then they had the scene. So it's like, Go I'm also, yeah. I'm also, especially for somebody that like, you know, tries to like write narrative stuff for a living. I'm uniquely like gullible to story stuff <laughs> often where other people will be like, oh yeah, that was clear from the first scene. I'm like, can you believe that guy was whatever? And clearly I'm not only that, but like for multiple rounds on the roller coaster, right, we're still right, be surprised right, by right, the right. same things. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, rem- I remember being surprised like when I first saw it, but I also feel like now, like watching it, and maybe it's, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, and and just the time that we're in, do, we, do you guys feel like it's a little cliche, the whole thing of like, oh, that character was just in that person's mind, or oh, that character is is me, like that's been me the whole time, like the whole like fight club thing. Mm, right. like, do you think that's a little gotcha. cliche now? Like, how has that trope sort of like lived I, over the past 20 years? I guess so, but because it's not like such a huge part of like the arc of the season or something, right. I yeah. think it's, it's... It's a little forgivable. Yeah, it's forgivable. Yeah. R- yeah, that I, I agree with it's that. It's not like uh, like New Heart Show or whatever, and he and like the whole show <laughs> the whole is just right. his dream. Yeah. Right, like, yeah, I would agree with that. It's not, it's, it's more just there to like illustrate like where he's at in his right. life. And also yeah. I feel like 
I don't know. I, I guess maybe just because I, I like the show so much, um, I'm willing to sort of forgive it or yeah, feel like yeah, it's yeah, more yeah. granted that it feels like certain things feel more elevated on this show than maybe they do on other things. Right. Even though like when you look back on it, and again, literally, I had the thought, Wow, she wears a lot of flowing white clothes all the time. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. And she's hanging up flowing yeah. white and clothes. Yeah, right. and there's a pergola or whatever it's called, right. that thing. like right. that. Uh, and then that they're having lunch in heaven. Yes, and yes, yeah, yeah. right, exactly. Where yeah. you do wonder kind of like, you're like, was he literally just in bed completely like fuguing out during that whole thing? Or were, or was, was he at a restaurant, at a restaurant talking to himself right. like a madman? Mm, yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm, that's well, and then also there's a hallucination within the hallucination then, right? Right. Because he, he then has, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he Go goes ahead. back to Italy in his mind right. and he sees her like, like breastfeeding the baby. Right. It's just like. He had to have been in bed that whole time, Probably. right? Like he's not like up walking around town and babbling like, like nonsense, right? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. He, well, yeah, people would probably notice uh, right. in North Jersey if he was like, <laughs> you know, at yeah. a restaurant just babbling, <laughs> right? Yeah. And like, you know, he's so like watched, I guess, or protected that, like, I don't know. I f- I feel like, yeah, it's it's kind of like he's in bed, true. You and we've what? seen that before in it, or later we see that in in scenes where he's like dreaming and he's always in bed. Actually, yeah. now I think I think like a little like tip off to that is that that cut where so he's at lunch with isabella and and he's like oh yeah uh tumors of the gums and then this hard cut, <laughs> yeah, it's hard right. cut. and it's Which meadow like in the house like dad come have dinner and he's like he's right. obviously been sleeping oh, that's a good point so i think like in retrospect maybe that was like a little like little little clue to- there is something very relatable though about him having this he's literally having a like fantasy where he's going like oh my god and that would be great and i would meet this cool lady next door and she's so cool in italian he has these sort of like like you were saying like these nested things where it's like right. and that makes me think of like italy and where i'm from and oh my god she whatever and all these different things and then within that imagines not even it's not even like he's going all the way in terms of as melfi points out like oh and then we like fuck or whatever right, like right. he's just in his own fantasy even though he doesn't realize it's that yet he then pictures he's like he tells his wife like oh and then we had lunch and then she's mad at him and she <laughs> right, gets yeah. a very plausible <laughs> like perfectly reaction, written yeah. reaction yeah. to what that would be like just I, I think i really relate to the idea of like oftentimes when i'm going down the road in my head of like wouldn't it be cool if this thing happened to me or whatever and then or this thing happened in my career or whatever and then i think yeah but then you know what would probably happen is whatever blah 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 <laughs> right, and then right, i'd be right. and then i'm sitting across from that person 20 years later and they're like you know well we never really whatever blah 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 and it all went to sh-. and i'm like wait this is i was right. this started out with me being like wouldn't a cool <laughs> thing whatever cool thing no, uh, so i do sir, find that do you have a ralph's card <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is i do <laughs> it fell off my keychain now it's shoved in my wallet like a, an actual card <laughs> yeah thank but, you for but reminding that's true though that's and that's sort of that's sort of like i think it speaks to you tony's frame of mind at the time when when carmilla's like right. you are a piece of shit you don't even take me to dinner. I wash you and I bathe you. And this that's Tony's subconscious beating beating himself up, right? Like just because that's how he's feeling at the time when we when we like drop in on him here. So yeah. so yeah, I think I think you're right. I think they you know what? The writers are pretty good on this. They show, are pretty, yeah. pretty <laughs> this, is, this is a one of the most uh, well written scripts of the season, I thought. I think so. It, Cause it yeah. really does feel like it could have come in a later season, especially yes. with like the whole sort of with the hallucinations and like the it very, feel, like it, being in Tony's head. And I think the reason like I was reminded of Funhouse because it has that tone to it. Well, he's sick and he's yeah. like, he's bedridden and then imagining and, things and, and, and walking yeah. around in a bathrobe and shit. Right. So I get it, but you still fucked up. Someone yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. He just, he didn't have the gee this time. That's <laughs> yeah. We bag, were talking about, 
before we got on the mics, like that this is the, the season one is kind of like you guys were saying, like, is it does the show in general, is it starting to, to, to age a little more than we would like to think or whatever? And I was contending and granted, I haven't rewatched it in a while. Like, I think that's particularly true of season one because they were kind of like coming out of just like, here's the normal TV playbook into like, no, we're the Sopranos. Right. This is a like new type of of TV and we get to do do new types of things where I was noticing this episode or, or somebody even commented on it during the the episode like there are certain things that feel more of season one where it's like there's kind of these random needle drops where it's like why are we having this just kind of like vague like contemporary blues rock that's happening <laughs> right, like right. there's some very cool <laughs> yeah. like needle drops in the in the episode as well that very like fit with Tony's state of mind and then there's other ones where it's like it's not really diegetic it's not coming from anywhere a character's not listening to it this is just kind of like some music supervisor at the time was like look the guy from RCA that gave us these posters <laughs> also gave me like 500 bucks to put this in the show so whatever when the but guy like, gets shot in the head we have to play garbage like, <laughs> yeah, right, right exactly no, no disrespect to garbage no love no, garbage. no disrespect to garbage uh, but again it doesn't quite exactly it doesn't it i feel like sopranos especially as it goes on was always so good at like picking the exact song that you wouldn't necessarily be like this would be on sopranos but it also it would just really it just fit works, perfectly yeah. but yeah. i think other things about the show especially in this episode i was surprised by how much like it really is congealing into the sopranos that we all sort of like know For and sure. love and, and remember sure. Yep. And I think I, somebody said, maybe the spells, somebody told me that like they ended up firing a lot of the writing staff off of this first season. Oh, interesting. Uh, going into the second season. Was it you? I, I don't think it was me. I, I know. <laughs> I didn't know that. Well, no. he was wearing a white you must flowing gown at the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, that's my fantasy is uh, spells it's, nursing a baby in an Italian villa. Hey, you know they fired all these people. <laughs> I mean, Hell I could, yeah. that's that I I hadn't heard that before, but it feels very believable to me. Or I just feel like I imagine when you're going to like create this show on HBO, and you as I don't know David Chase like might not even understand exactly what it is yet, mm. or you kind of have in your mind what you want it to be, but you kind of sold HBO like. Hey, you know, like analyze this step yeah, and the show yeah, and whatever. Right, right. And then, or I mean, I don't know how much that factored in or what the order of those things coming out was, but like, as you're sort of, you yourself are figuring out what it is. It might not even be those people's faults, but you're going like, oh, we hired a bunch of guys that are just like, I write mobster jokes and that's yes, what I'm good yes, at. And you're kind of going like, it's not yeah. exactly just yeah, going to be yeah, that yeah. all the time. Frank Renzoli. Yeah, he had some <laughs> fine tuning to do in the writer's room. So, yeah. so that, that does make sense. I have a feeling yeah. when uh, episode 10 came around, he was like, uh, whoever wrote that episode is gone. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's the, uh, uh, a hit is a hit. Mm. It's the one with Bokeem Woodbine. It's like, Generally regarded as one of the worst episodes. Oh, he's, interesting. He's, he plays massive genius, yeah. the rapper. Oh, it's a lot of like drone worthy sure, sure. like rapper Oof. talk stuff. Right, Particularly right, right. loathed it on this rewatch. No. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that 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 makes sense. Yeah, yes. was, the show is evolving. Yes. <laughs> oh yes, definitely. Oh yes. Uh, and it's also it's tough to be like, okay, you don't want the sh you want the guys on the show, the characters to feel out of touch. You don't want to feel like the people making it. Right. are out of touch if yes. that makes any sense mm -hmm. for yes. sure oh yeah they but to the series end whenever they bring in hip-hop culture or teenagers yeah. they yeah. feel very much out of touch yeah. uh so <laughs> yeah. i feel like we said that once an episode so yeah yes. uh, but anyway um uncle june had some great fucking moments in oh this yeah so <laughs> good. Good episode. when he comes to green grove and he's like yelling at olivia oh for like well the two of them together are pretending to like be like losing her memory oh yeah 
there are still I was looking on Sopranos Reddit. There are still people making the case that Livia didn't know what she was doing. Like she did not what? order the hit. On, really? On I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Why? Well, I, I don't see how you, you like, no. how you make that case. I, I think especially in light of and this is like uh, uh, spo- I know this is a finale spoiler safe zone, but I'm <laughs> yeah, just we'll yeah. just say for anybody listening that if you haven't seen the finale, I'm about to, not exactly spoil oh, no, you, it, but more like you can talk the about general, the finale, not the literal like the the very very <laughs> ending, but like in general the sort of like the the conclusion of the show one of the things that i love about it so much is that there's the scene of melfi kind of like reading this specific diagnosis about like there's this type of psychopath or sociopath or whatever that's basically going to like take the tropes of psychotherapy and use them and use what might they might even feel like is their own emotional experience and kind of like feed that back into their own sociopathy and it's going right. to make them better sharp a better animal criminals. basically yeah. Yeah. and i think when you look at livia and you kind of go like well that's his fucking mom like he's definitely <laughs> created in her image right. it sort of feels like and i don't know how much they knew where they were going at the time but it does feel like yeah she's basically going like she knows exactly what she's doing oh, all yeah. the time oh yeah and i th- i think you know and then she's going to y- use that use the idea of like as junior will as she says in this episode like and junior i think eventually kind of also we figure out as viewers like does eventually fully go off the rails, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But, like, he is, for a time, going to be also be being like, I'm going to use this yep. so I can get away with the evil shit that I'm trying to do. And right. on some level, even if I'm fooling myself a little bit, I'm always in control. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, for sure. I mean, that, that pretty much summed it up. Yeah. yeah. But, but, that's, but, but you're right. Like, when Livia is so adept at, at uh, creating these lies and, like, feeding them into her narrative and, like tricking even people today who are watching the show and 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 can't clearly observe that she is orchestrating a hit on her son like she's like that's that's good and and it's and it's the writing again is like david chase loves ambiguity he Mm -hmm. loves he loves having that question is she uh, you know maybe she is losing it a little bit but but i think that feeds into tony's um uh skill as a criminal obviously and i think even like aj in this episode like you see a little of that, like he's just like detached and doesn't give a fuck really. Like it's it's yeah, funny right. to watch, but at the same time, like his dad almost got shot and he's like chowing down on a sandwich. Yeah, like, <laughs> don't give a shit. And then like he's like he, all all excited to drink his ice cold Coca Cola, and right. then he's got to like walk all the way over to the other end of the table and <laughs> take <laughs> Olivia's chair out from her, like, like so yeah. annoyed yeah I do like that the show kind of plays with throughout like and AJ how do we feel about him he's a kid right so he's good and <laughs> yeah. you're sort of like you do eventually fall on the side of like not only is he the a big piece of shit but he will probably go on to like run like a mate you Be know as big of a piece of shit yeah. as his dad right like exactly. like <laughs> like yeah. he's use, he's trying to use the excuse to get out of the dance. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's yeah. all he gave a fuck about. Right. Like he didn't give a shit. His dad almost the, died. Like the end of the show, he's like driving that like Mercedes, and he's mm-hmm. like interning at like oh, that like oh, yeah. music company or something. And he's like on the phone. It's like no, oh, he's, he's a giant cocksucker. Oh yeah, he's the worst. Uh, yeah, there's no way if that character persists in time that he hasn't like purchased and shut down like a Gawker style website. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. I want to see that that uh, sequel to the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's Sopranos 2020 for yeah. sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
but yeah, so I mean, other than that, would would any anything else that stood out to you guys in this episode? Anything you liked? You didn't like? Uh, Spells I don't know. has got a line or two. <laughs> yeah. that, yeah. The attempted hit. I mean, do we talk uh, about uh, yeah, that oh, at yeah, all? Okay. Oh, I mean, like, orange juice. Oh, yeah, the yes. orange juice. Obviously, orange the juice Godfather reference. Um, right. The the uh, the Godfather reference. Uh, Vito Corleone mm-hmm. with the bags oh, of oranges. Sure, sure, sure. It's, so in the Godfather, and then like Vito, Tony also survives the the attempted hit doesn't he the, also have an orange in his mouth when he the the, the godfather right when I mean, he dies when he yeah dies. yeah oh, when he heals over yeah, in the garden yeah, yeah. so oranges yeah, that's, that's a reference yeah. to that that was that's uh, definitely a, a that's like a, to, uh, another thing from like a lot of season one is that you know david chase is like doing a lot of um well he's doing a lot of goodfellas references good, yes, in, a lo- yeah. in earlier episodes and the, and I godfather guess, and godfather yeah. yeah this just seems to be another one of those that yep. and we then, see course, a lot uh, in episode in season one and then of course, uh, uh, I like I, I like it with some pulp later on in the show. <laughs> oh right, yeah. When uh, Carmela like got the wrong orange juice and she just like <laughs> throws the phone at him outside. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I like the one with, that says some pulp. Um, actually, I I'm just recalling now there was like a fan theory that instead of oranges, like going forward, uh, when David Chase wants to like like hint at a forthcoming murder, it's eggs. Mm. Oh, yeah. oh you're oh, Ralphie. This? So Ralphie's like making uh, mm. scrambled eggs mm-hmm. in his kitchen. Um, before before Tony realizes that he has to kill Tony B, his cousin, he he's like standing by a dumpster and he like backs up for a second and he walks into like a cracked egg. And then oh, also mm. like Uncle Junior earlier in the season when he's losing his mind, he calls him uh, you and Tony Egg, Tony Egg again. Oh, oh right. Like, wow. Uh, I mean, you can't else? make an omelet. Yeah, without, without breaking, breaking some eggs. eggs. Yep. Yes. I had eggs before I came over here. Oh, wow. <gasps> Joe, just, don't just... go home tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, no. You got to go to the mattresses. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, and oh, I... Joe, uh, grab a sandwich. I assume you're sleeping over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I assume you're sleeping over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Father, yeah. Father, <laughs> Father Phil uh, cameo here. Oh, t- Tony's like just survived a, a, a gangland hit and he's. Still, like, got a jab, Father Intentola. <laughs> <laughs> well, that guy sucks. So, yeah, I mean, he come does. On. He does. A little light on uh, Sill and Polly Walnuts for my taste. Yes. Yeah. It's, you always uh, notice it, like, when they're. Well, because uh, it was not a very much, like, episode, like we said, very much in Tony's head. And, like, he's mm-hmm. just, like, they're, they're just not. They're just not present. You know? But also, again, just yeah. as somebody dropping in to watch a single episode of uh-huh. The Sopranos, I, <laughs> right, I right, do right. need a high dosage of of that's what you that's still. what you want. That's yeah, what you're looking yes. for. Yeah. 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 Well, again, in season one, I don't think there is much in a lot of the episodes. Yeah. I mean, we're well, dealing you... with like Tony and his mom, and you know, there's like a lot of introduction to Christopher in mm-hmm. the right, earlier. Right. Right. Yeah. We don't episodes. see like Polly Walnut's like home life no. yet, and all that. Yeah. And, they're still uh, really very much side characters. Yeah. But we do get them in the limo with AJ and his date. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was yeah, so delightful. They don't talk to him at all. Right. Yeah, which, yeah, which also felt sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, just felt like like the the ending of that sort of writing style in this in this series, right? Like yeah, that's the, clearly like, just like a gag, right? Like, oh, and then we cut to them in the in the limo, and they're just staring down these gangsters. Could you imagine if you were in middle school and you had to go to a dance with some gangsters? Agreed. You know, like, yeah, yeah, it does yeah, feel yeah. a little more sort of like from the pitch booklet yeah, than, we didn't, than what we the episode didn't will, need to the see that. Become. Yeah, and it we, wasn't even that sorry. funny. We so. didn't need to see that. I, he I think, dance, like, right? in a vacuum, I'm like, I laughed. I think it's a funny sure, idea. But sure. then, what I don't, where it, where it becomes inconsistent with the Sill and Polly, we will come to know is like, right. there's no way they wouldn't, because yeah. they're not like he's he's 
he's the boss's son. They're not going to like not talk to him and not kind of, they have like a rapport with him. Whereas right. in yeah. this moment, they have sort of a, a kind of just a like, right. We're being tough guys. Yeah. Thing yeah where it's yeah, just yeah. like, no, you know, yeah. uh, but yeah, would would they have even ridden in the limo with him? Why are they <laughs> no, there? Why, like, yeah, I don't understand. Why are, are they, they there? Like, I guess, like, well, I feel like they're. It's a. I feel like it is a little bit of a going to the mattresses thing of like right, our son's yeah. gonna go to this dance, but yeah, we're yeah. not gonna right. like we're gonna send some in some protection. Yeah. In, in future seasons, it would be some sort of muscle there or something. It wouldn't be Sil and Polly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, 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 right. They had not branched out the full Sopranos crew yeah, of like, like side characters. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Well, um, well, we, well, uh, well, well, what we're going to say okay? is that, um, me and DC, uh, that's right. We watched Our Sopranos history. We, we watched the finale of the whole show, the series finale live back in New York city when we were both living there. um, and uh yeah um that's just a little bit of trivia but paul (laughs) well we had well real quick we had what i feel was and this will be a giant spoiler for the finale what i (laughs) feel like was a uniquely like the greatest watching the finale experience that anyone had i feel like where basically the long and short of it is we were watching it at our friend chuck dobble's apartment who's who's no longer with us and who i shared a lot of sopranos love with and really was like we could sit in McManus, the bar that we would all always go to and just literally just sit there for half an hour, especially if we hadn't seen each other in a long time. And just be like, Oh, <laughs> God forbid. Not for nothing, but I mean, Jesus Christ, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, you know, just very like right. where we're a little bit are catching up, but just speaking in those voices yeah. oh, and yes. really like, yeah. not for nothing, but I'm going to take a, take a piece, you know, I don't know. <laughs> um, yes. but, yeah, do in here. Hit the piece of do. Yeah, exactly. Got to hit the piece of do. <laughs> um, and had it, he had a very good Tony Soprano, but at any rate, we're at his apartment and, um, we were, so it gets to your, you kind of are conscious of like, okay, it's about to be like the last like five minutes of the show. And I feel like a lot of people had this experience of being like, it just seems like they're going to a restaurant. But what's going <laughs> to yes, happen? Right. Like, you know what I mean? You're like, yeah. you're aware of how much time is left and you're sort of going like, but what's going to what's going to occur? And our other friend, Amber Petty, also a big Sopranos fan, had been working that night and had just like gotten off work. So she was late to the Sopranos finale <laughs> oh, viewing no. party. I think I and remember this now. This is yeah. like they're like on like the second, third floor of this, like, you know, however many story uh, New York apartment building. And you like have to like buzz up. And so she's just gotten there. And oh, yes. she start. It's literally like the last two minutes, which we all know pretty well you know what i mean right. like where yeah, there's right. just like it's incredibly tense because you're in there, trying to park exactly right. yeah. all of the things are happening yeah. where they're trying to build the tension for you the audience and just like all these little quotidian things are happening you're like, What's gonna <laughs> there's only 90 seconds left in this practice and then it starts going like and it's like amber's here and it's a weird thing where it's like Chuck's like, fuck, I got to buzz her up, but i don't want to whatever that's adding to the tension and then he finally does buzz her up and we like it like hat like the thing happens and we're like wait what happened you know had that experience right, of being like right, did right. the cable cut off like whatever yeah. right and then it's just like executive producer david chase and we just got this extra experience and then she got to come up and be like what's going on and we're like, you have no idea <laughs> i do remember that yeah, it was now. like an extra wow, sensory yeah. like sort of 4dx yeah. kind of immersive <laughs> extra experience extra yeah. yes, exactly. oh my god that would have driven timing me ever. oh what a delight so that still to this day is a big 
is already is is very much laid into my consciousness and my experience yeah. of, of yeah. the show and the Dude, finale. I can't, even if it's nice. not like the final moments of a series finale that you love, like I I get mad when anybody's bothering me outside of like watching an episode. If oh yeah, I, like if the, it's the, the last Postmates ninety seconds of the here, Sopranos. Or... And somebody's like buzzing me. Oh my god, man, that would have that would have destroyed me. Yeah, would've I would have. I would have. My psyche would have shattered. Yeah, I also think it was pre. Downstairs. You could put it on, or I don't know if it was literally pre this technology, but maybe it just wasn't <laughs> available. Or I think we were just like we were so right. on edge that yeah. it was like yeah. you're not going to pause it. Right. Either right. we couldn't, or we definitely weren't. Yeah, going I don't to. remember right. if we did or not. It's like I, feel like, like I don't like think original. So. Original I don't it would have ruined it forever though, because then that that like tension that's being built is just like broken. Right. Everything's let out of the room. You made the right call. Yes. Um, but, very nice. Uh, very yeah. nice. Cool. Uh, anything else about this app? Good app. Good app. Good app. <laughs> we got, uh, we, got uh, we got one left uh, in season one now. Yeah. Yeah. Rounding it out. Yeah. Stay nice. tuned. Oh, I met three cast members of The Sopranos recently. Did you? Yeah. Oh, for real? I did. Who did you meet? I uh, wrote on the MTV VMAs, which I do sometimes. <laughs> very nice. Very and nice. this year it was in New Jersey. It was in Newark, New Jersey. I saw that they were there. And yeah. they did a, one of the things, and I was so excited about this as a Sopranos fan from very early on in the process, they were like, we want to do like, get some cast members of the Sopranos and have them present an award. Um, and so it was Vincent Pastor, right. Jamie Lynn Sigler, and Dre DiMatteo. Right. And it yeah, was right. so, I like to get to, basically these shows are just a meat grinder of content where you're just like like i, I don't like using the word content but on, yeah, on yeah, these yeah, shows right. it's like you are cranking content yeah, like yeah. you are really <laughs> just like <laughs> writing so yeah. much like people always ask like what do you even write on those shows and it's basically like anytime somebody comes out on stage and they're like webster's dictionary defines best video as whatever that's what you <laughs> that's what you write right. but you have you're doing like multiple drafts of things because people are always like dropping out or getting switched around or whatever so you're just like constantly cranking stuff out and i feel like me and the other two writers that were on the show who are both literally from new jersey like everybody had the right like attitude of like but this moment is sacred yeah, 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 yeah. it'll be yeah. good you know <laughs> oh, that's so amazing. we wrote like a bunch of different stuff and 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 ultimately like the thing that the, we ended up doing on the show or we had the, i think ended up being really fun um but we did get to see them because basically all the people like before they go out and say they're have their moment they come back to what's called pre-read where they just like look at the stuff on the prompter and it's their mm. last chance to like make changes. So if you ever see somebody on an award show come out and be like, what is it? I didn't write this or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. uh, that's not true. They saw it. <laughs> uh, They're lying. Uh, but so they. So Travolta saw Adina Menzel's name for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was Adele Dazim had been booked Adele. previously. He uh, got, uh, he no. got, he said yes, <laughs> yes under the auspices of like, it's going to be Adele Dazim, right? And then they didn't have the heart to tell him, like, oh, it's yeah, going to be Yeah, that's the only way to read it. Oh, no. Oh. Um, but so, it, all that to say, I mean, there's, there's no amazing story off of it other than they all looked amazing, were super genuinely nice, and nice. were just like very like cool and like basically like both uh, at least two of them jamie lynn Sigler was just like super nice read her thing was super funny and then both vincent and dre both like pitched little things that would be fun like on, totally oh, yeah. got it and like on top of the premise where there was something about like 
Dre saying like, I want to shove, like, let's just get out of here. Like, let's shove this like moon man statue in my panties and we'll go or something. <laughs> and then Vincent pitched just like, after you come back from the package where it's like, here are your nominees that he was going to lean over to, I think Jamie, who had the envelope with the winner in it and be like, I'll give you five bucks if you say Jonas Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Jonas Brothers did win and they were all excited because they're from New Jersey. So, ah. and, and then uh, oh, uh, uh, Nick Jonas acknowledged it on, on stage. He was like, it's a great to win for like for a Jersey boy to win from the dude I love is that, that why they had so them present because I'm, yeah we were traveling I had no idea why they had we, them present. we were yeah. traveling and we were just and we like we saw that they were presenting and we were like what oh the, well, the we Sopranos were yes, present yes, yes, yes. That, 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 that they were yes that was why because yeah. the show was in Jersey in Jersey oh just oh. that's it oh, yes okay. exactly so, so there was like a bit like Sebastian Maniscalco was the host, right. he, although not oh, from Jersey, that, yeah. kind of has a little bit of that that yeah, energy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so there was there was a little bit of a loose theme around that. And then the show ended with like a big like New Jersey hip hop medley that was actually very the, cool. And again, it was one of those things where I was there? like, what's that? Were the Jersey Shore people I, there? I think they were, but they de- I think they wanted to. I would have honestly thought there would have been more Jersey Shore yeah, content yeah. on the show. They ultimately, I think, like steered away from that. for what I think they were just keeping it a little broader too, with, too with the jersey yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. Mm-hmm. uh well that's awesome yeah so that very was cool. that was very exciting it's great, it's great to hear like, that they were all like pretty cool and, yes and, and they were people. all just yeah. very stoked i think because it's yeah. just like it's such a cool and then it's like they were acknowledging on the thing like it's 20 years since like the yeah, show came yeah. out and whatever mm-hmm. and i think they were all just genuinely like fuck cool we're just like standing here at what is for at least one night like somewhat the center of, of yeah pop yeah. culture-y stuff and yeah. it's yeah. awesome and they're the best people i was i was so excited amazing that's awesome <laughs> I'm so jealous awesome 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 uh, alright we want to head into some other segments yeah yeah sure Okay, now we're uh, we're going back to our trusty segment. Have you ever? Um, just gonna run down um, some questions for DC uh, about stuff that's happened to him, and um, yeah, see what you got. Um, have you ever suffered from depression? Um, no. Um, have you ever been like sad about something? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been sad about something, and then you realize it was because? The thing you were sad about was your dad chopping like an old man's fingers off with a meat cleaver. Um, no. Okay. Can um, you elaborate on that? <laughs> feel free. Yeah. On that? No. Feel free to elaborate. Um, have you ever hallucinated, whether it was just naturally or from um, um, medication? I took or shrooms once at a party, and my friend and I sat on the couch all night waiting for them to kick in, and they never did. And then somebody afterwards was like, "Oh yeah, those were really old." Mm. <laughs> that's the end but i so the, the short the short answer is no no so you, you never had a hallucination where you, your your next door neighbor's italian dental student is breastfeeding you and creating an ideal mother figure that you often craved in life 
I have I have not. Uh, <laughs> okay. Interesting. I'm just, just writing this down. Noted. Noted. Okay. Have you uh have you ever put someone in a headlock before? Um that's a good question. Have I ever put someone in a headlock before? Give them a noogie or something? I've I've given a noogie. I'm a yeah. big brother. I've given a, a noogie or two in my day. Oh, you have had you, to have. Have you ever like <laughs> that's a big that's yeah, a big I mean, brother come on, thing. Noogies. Right. That's classic. Um, this is also kind of classic, but have you ever like given someone a noogie because they were trying to kill you because uh, your mom and your uncle put a hit on you? Or? <laughs> um, I don't think, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. None of my little brothers, th- to my knowledge, have ever tried to do that, but maybe they hid their hand very well. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Um, have you ever met with a doctor before? Yes. Okay. Have you ever met with a doctor in their car? Like alone at night, like in a parking lot, or? and that scene was genuinely still somehow surprising to me. I was like, "Yeah, me oh, too." I, when Tony and Carmel showed up, I was like, "Oh, right, okay, cool." But it is like, that's, I think, like the difference between one of the the scenes that feels a little more heavy handedly, like, "Whoa, what if a mobster was whatever?" Blah yes. blah blah. Yes. But that one, I thought, felt genuinely like it didn't overplay its hand, but it is like, "Oh, that's like a thing you would do on the like the wire or something." <laughs> right. But it's right. like your therapist. Right. Um, have you uh? Have you ever gotten a hand job before? Yes. Um, have you ever been to a funeral of an old lady who had given you that hand job? <laughs> no, but again, a what a what a this is also prompting other shit we should have talked about. Yeah, yeah. But like, what a good scene. A because it's just very funny and dark, but also really that good good Sopranos like mortality stuff yeah. where you really feel the sense in which Junior is just being like, oh, my whole life went fucking by, and yep. like these right. are yeah. people who I know in this one context who now we're all old. We don't feel old. I don't. Feel you know what i mean but like yeah. that there he's just going like oh well that was it this is who this person was now they're an old lady and they're in their casket yes yep. is yes. uh really tough yeah tough yeah. stuff yeah that's really yeah. tough it, really dark also really funny absolutely yes hand jobs are funny guys. As, yeah, right? and again so and this funny. is something that it's it's no surprise to anyone but it is like maybe to people who haven't seen the show but and i think ultimately not even in the way that they necessarily set out for it to be or that maybe whoever bought it at hbo back in the day sort of thought like we're gonna have this mob it's gonna be kind of a comedy thing whatever they might not even known the ways in which it was gonna be funny but is truly the funniest show oh ever and all so so all good things are funny on some level yeah like not even this funny but like anything that i think that's something that people forget when they're trying to make like prestige tv where they're they're just like it has to be adult an adult means no smiling and just just tits everywhere, <laughs> yeah, 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 and they're yeah. fucking and they're dead. Yeah, you know, and then like that's like, it, yeah. and that's walking that's and prestige. talking for ten minutes, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. but never being like, oh, it should also be funny because life is funny, and if we're trying to capture life, we it should be funny. Yes, a uh, couple more. Um, <laughs> has your wife ever gotten mad at you? Yes. Has she ever gotten so mad at you that she threatened to cut off your dick? No. <laughs> Mine has right. Just, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we just, know. We just, know. Just, just oh, yeah. Like can I see my ago. my answer to Joe? <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, Joe's gonna be my proxy on this one, Joe. Yes, yes. Spell, she I just did wanted cut to jump in day. here for, for those listeners that I've don't know don't know Joe's wife. Uh, that's completely believable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, all right, last couple. Um, have you uh, have you ever heard anyone talk shit about your relatives? Yes. Did you kill them? No. Okay. <laughs> All right, thank you. That was uh, uh, Have You Ever. Have You uh, Ever. Have You Ever. And you are not a sociopath. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, sweet. All right, you passed. You, uh, you don't need the lithium. 
So sorry we oh, gave fantastic, it to you because it looks like it's pre- it can really break either way. Um, <laughs> my apologies for giving you that huge dose before we started recording, but you can you can flush it now. Uh, do we want to roll straight into fucking internet? Yeah, yeah sure, sure. Okay, so this is a segment where we uh, peruse the internet for things currently being talked about in The Sopranos. All right. Uh, not a lot of great stuff this week, but mm. but I got some uh, commenting on this episode from uh, from Twitter at ThurgoDatman41. Oh yeah. He says, I think Thurgo is a man's name. I don't know. Uh, finally getting time to watch. That. I like that we're presuming <laughs> that that's his real name. Finally getting time to watch The Sopranos and season one, episode 12 called is- Isabella. How Tony escaped from the two guys who tried to kill him. Amazing. At point blank range. How he didn't get shot. Shaking my head. That was too unrealistic. Thoughts? Uh... I mean, that's valid. <laughs> yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, sure. I mean, that guy is so close to him. Yeah, he sticks he his hand shooting. into the car for no reason when he has yeah, a gun, right? Which d- doesn't really hold up. I think if you're if you're as good as Donnie was was making you out to be, uh, Donnie, the guy who uh, Junior and Mikey finally shot in the alley there, uh, you're not sticking the gun through a, gu- a guy's car window to shoot him point blank. But A, right. Donnie was kind of a shithead. <laughs> yes. so maybe what I, Donnie I, thinks is good and what other people think is, is good. This is what we've come Very to true. find out. I yeah. was surprised that Donnie was such a fucking flunky. That like, yeah. Junior this like, is a huge thing. went with the, him and then whoever he recommended, I, I, I'm not confident in their abilities either. But right. Also, I feel like Though Junior, I feel like a little bit, I kind of buy it a little bit just because like Junior is is so out of touch that basically it's like, Junior, he's clearly been like sidelined to a degree, so he's not. Right. Re- if he'd gone and asked like Christopher right. or maybe right. like right, Paul right, or right, Sill, right, it would have been a right. different story. Right. Right. This Unless is the guy like, that kind of got his own shitty faction. Right. Yeah, this, yeah, this, I guess that makes sense. It's like Mikey Palmisi if he recommended <laughs> him because yeah. he's yeah. a fucking yeah. Joe Jerkoff. <laughs> right. But that said, I was I was thinking when we were watching the episode, both like, oh, this is a cool scene, or like, oh man, it really it's like so it's so well it. shot, very cool, very well shot. But then also agreed, like, okay, that's kind of hard to believe. But then when he's driving away and then he hits the car because he's so excited yeah, and he's so yeah. feeling like that was really cool. Yeah. That I feel like help really helps yeah, kind of right. cut the unbelievability a little <laughs> right, bit. Right. And yeah. I, it does also. But that scene was reminding me like, oh, right, because there's people that watch these shows and they go like, oh, uh, and I think ultimately this the, the, the ultimate sort of like conclusion or ending of the show with Tony's ultimate diagnosis kind of ended up, I think, refuting or a little bit like being at these kind of people but there are people that watch this show and they're like yeah tony you gotta fucking win you know like people are watching the show being like tony's awesome or people that watch right you know watched breaking bad and we're like skylar shut up walter can do whatever he wants (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. the people who thought skylar was the real villain in breaking bad yeah um so that a little bit i feel like is there are people that are going to see that anyway, no matter what. But this, I think, was especially catnip, probably yeah, for, yeah, yeah. for mm-hmm. that type of mm-hmm. thing. Uh, okay, moving on from on Reddit, we have user Darth Jubaka, eleven thirty eight. I shit. like oh, that it's Darth, and then not a play. The second is not a play on Vader. <laughs> it's a play on Chewbacca. <laughs> And that to me, this might, might be the most creative, best name <laughs> yeah, that we've yeah. had. Honestly, like I just that, wanted to read the name. Yeah, forty one. Yeah. Uh, he he posts again, assuming Darth Jubaka is a male. Uh, he posts, "Who do we blame for the hat? Why does Chris wear that fishing hat randomly in the middle of Isabella? 
which is honestly a good yeah. question. He says. Yeah. He says he was down oh, uh, fishing. Yeah, he said he was with he uh, 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 something Nigerian. Like he says he was on Nigerian, someone's so, boat. Someone's boat. But why does he wear the hat still? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you would think he would have anticipated somebody razzing him about the fishing hat before he got to the Sopranos residence. And Maybe. Take, and perhaps left it in the car. Unless Maybe. that was that. I, I guess that it's Unless supposed that was to, his cover. It's supposed to <laughs> suggest how, how rushed he was to get to, get to Tony's house. Mm. Right? I guess, but it's not like he it just happened. Tony was in or, the hospital and, and got dis- discharged. And he said he was in Tom's River, which is at least yeah. probably 45 minutes from North Carwell. Oh, is that a real place? Yeah, yeah, Tom's, Tom's River? River. Yeah, I don't know Tom's it's River. On, it's on the Jersey Shore. Do you know Tom's yeah. River? I've heard of Tom's River before. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm, an, I'm the jackass. Then. It's on the Jersey Shore. Um, God, you think they're going to give you a city that's not real? Uh, <laughs> Sopranos? No, I thought also, Tom's River. River. I didn't know to have Jersey geography. They're not just going to be like, yeah. a, a guy's name. What, like a guy's like, oh, yeah. No, you I thought know, it was I thought, a river down there. I thought it was a body of water. It's, it's <laughs> Tom's oh, River. Okay. I, I could imagine Christopher. And again, I'm, 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 I'm. Inspired to defend literally every choice on the Sopranos. I'm like somebody where I'm like a biblical literalist, where I'm like everything in here is what God said, which is not obviously true, but that's a little bit. I I feel inclined (laughs) that way, and so I would say I would imagine Christopher like getting down to the boat, being like, "Oh, sweet, you got the fishing hat, like the real fishing hat," (laughs) putting it on and feeling like now we're really fishing. This is great. I like this. I think I could pull this off, and then just it kind of settling on. You know how I'm not a big hat guy because my head's gigantic, but like where you wear a hat or some other garment that you wouldn't normally wear and then eventually you just like kind of get into it and then you sort of forget about it right yeah that's a little bit how i can imagine that hat getting there right or christopher was a sort of early like east coast precursor to odd future oh there you go (laughs) yeah okay yeah yeah Yeah. dc you sold me on the hat yeah 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 uh okay all right darth Darth jubaka hopefully we answered that for (laughs) you yeah hopefully we'll get you on the pod yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) friend of the pod darth jubaka uh and finally uh this one wait it could be you Darth oh, Chewbacca. Oh, Darth- if so, like, I'm gonna that implies to that I was Chewbacca. like, I watched the episode myself, and then I was like, I got all kinds of time. Let's just watch it again. <laughs> and then just so no one thinks it's me, I'm going to change, because it can't be Darth Chewbacca, because people are going to be like, DC. So I'm going to... Chewbacca. All right, what's we'll next? I'm going <laughs> to rope in God's chosen yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, this coming from user late for court one. Uh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> um, this is a court. weird one. This was a I weird can one. See guys. why you're late for court. <laughs> uh, favorite body part in the series. What? Uh, and then he goes on to list again, assuming male. Uh, Ginny Saxmole, Carmine's big fish lips, Tony's <laughs> hairline, Bobby's gut, Phil's eyebrows, Paulie's wings, Christopher's nose. Adriana's hoo-hahs. What? Uh, Wait. Meadow's nose job. <laughs> Sill's hairpiece. Murmur's murmur. Carm's short hair or Ralphie's rectum. I, 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 I got. I don't think that that's what hoo-hahs means. <laughs> no. I think hoo-hahs is uh, medical medical term for vagina, vagina, right? Yes. And so uh. I think this person thinks that hoo-hahs means are breasts. Means, yes. Yeah. Means boobs. Yeah. Um, so f- this whole. Yeah. Um wait, Mistrial. so what was was that just a it general wasn't a question, proposition? Just, this person just 
apropos of nothing, just started listing different body parts in Sopranos. <laughs> oh, he, uh, didn't, he didn't ask which one's the best? Okay. No, he just kind of listed his favorites, I guess. Oh, those are his favorites. Oh, so uh, what, are, what yeah. are our favorites? Yeah, what are our favorite I would, body I parts? I would go, uh, uh, when I heard the whole, uh, you know, enormous list, I went with um, Pauly's Wings. Yeah, Pauly's Classic. Wings. Mm, Classic. So cool, right? Yeah. Also, um, no, if I, if no I get Artie's old, bald I head. Be... Artie's bald head's Come a good on. one. Uh, I uh, I like um, AJ's uh, shaved eyebrows. Uh, yeah, Those yeah. are great. Oh, yep. sure. I think a specific instance of Carm's hand where she, the episode where, the, the, which is such a good sort of like use of like subjective camera where she beckons, oh, beckons, beckons uh, Charmaine. Uh, Charmaine. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, oh, yes, yes. Brutal. Yes. Great, such good uh, storytelling. Great With the Carm's nails hand moment. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, any other Sopranos body parts coming up? <laughs> no. We're thinking of other um, ones. Any of the body parts from Cleaver? Um, <laughs> ah, yeah. From Cleaver? Yeah. yeah. Or any... Uh, it sounds like this person was late for their murder trial. Uh, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> hey, what do you guys think? Uh, great body parts of the Sopranos. How about, oh, shit, uh, I'm late. Uh, little Carmine's hair? He's got a lot of hair all over the place. Little, Car- yeah. little like Carmine's hair. Sure, sure, sure. Oh, sure. speaking of little Carmine, he has... I always cite it as being... Maybe my favorite, it, it's, it's not even a joke necessarily, but maybe my favorite line in The Sopranos, which is, I believe, I don't know what season it's in. It's when Little Carmine's like really at the fore and he's having lunch with Tony, I think at like a country club or something. Mm. And he says, basically he's like, like he orders an Arnold Palmer and then he turns to Tony. He's like, I like them, but I never think to order them. Which is just the perfect, one of those like, crystal perfect Sopranos lines where it's just like that is literally everyone's experience of Arnold Palmer's yes, is yes, that you yes, like them but you yeah. never think to order them and putting that in a mob guy and that yeah. guy's mouth is so funny <laughs> but also just goes to how human they are but right. it's just the perfect oh it's, it's like that, perfect that, perfect delivery perfect everything anti-analyze this yes exactly agreed Precisely. slice agreed. of life and that's slice just like life. something they're just like siphoning just truth out yes. of at, like into their scripts like mm-hmm. out of the real world 100 like that's and that's just like case in point right there yeah uh, uh funny little carmine uh tidbit do you know that he wrote on the show welcome to wienerville on nick nickelodeon what, <laughs> what? really he did yeah yeah he did interesting wow yeah. what a cool career huh. yeah yeah <laughs> and between that and the sopranos he did nothing so interesting yeah wow that was a Huge favor to somebody, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? On Welcome to Wienerville or whatever the fuck that, yeah, that was. They were like hands or sticks. Yeah, yeah it was like yeah. Or yeah. weird puppets. What were like, they? There was I like, don't even remember. Like a curtain you duck your head through, and That's then they put right. like a little fake body underneath That's it. Right. Yes. And then it was like it was the yeah the guy's head, and then they would get somebody from the audience Mark to like it will wienerize you or something, and right. then you right. would play like a little game at the end. I don't even remember this. That also just could have been time. like a soul coughing video from the <laughs> yeah. time. You know what I mean? I feel like it was a weird. Sort of like grunge imagery yeah. and you, kids yeah, programming. You can put a soul coughing song time. against that show. <laughs> any episode of that any show, day, and any that's a music video day. for that. Song. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all I got for fucking internet this week, guys. Fucking all right, good stuff. Internet. Good stuff. Great. Uh, DC, thank you for coming. Thank on. you for having me. This was delightful. It's a pleasure. Um, if you would like to reach out to us, you can always find us uh, at O Sopranos Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can email us at osopranospod at gmail. I'm at David Futernick. Well, where can we find this guy? Well, I always do the guest last. Oh, you do? Yes. (laughs) Oh, I I forgot. Uh, Joe (laughs) is at Joey Spells. Don't even reach out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just 
drunkenly, angrily, like, tweets at Astros fans at four in the morning. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> so if that's very your bad, true. Uh, check him out. You're at Paul Golius? Yes, I am. Uh, and DC, where can we find I'm you? I'm at DC Pearson. I'm at D... It's, look for me on Instagram, mm. but it's too hard to spell. I got there. I got. The, I literally got Instagram this year. Oh, I oh, am wow. riding the fucking wave. Yes. yes. Um, Enjoy. And uh, this is what it feels like to be at the center of the zeitgeist. <laughs> and nice. uh, yeah, at DC Pearson on Twitter. And then I, I have... Uh, Books that I wrote, Boy Who Couldn't Sleep and Never Had to, Crap Kingdom, available, uh, I would say, wherever fine books are sold, but they've been out for a while, so <laughs> Amazon or, or other <laughs> online independent bookseller, probably your best bet. I feel like um, that's how most of us buy our books these days. Sure. Uh, e-readers, etc. I read the audio books of them, oh, so oh, you clearly nice. like audio, so Ooh. enjoy that. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out there. And... Um, are you still? Do you still do shitty jobs? Yes, um, we do. Yeah, I, I'm on an improv group called Shitty Jobs. We do our show every Sunday night at nine thirty at the UCB Franklin in scenic Los Angeles, California. Very nice. Yeah, awesome. and, uh, if you've never been there, go there. The shows are great. Uh, oh, very thanks, funny man. shows. Joe, you just performed there the other night. I did. I, I did. <laughs> you at weren't UCB. expecting to. Yeah, my yeah, our buddy Mike Still uh, asked me to perform, and I hadn't performed improv in forever, but it was fun. That's uh, for nice. you guys. That's a little tidbit about my life. <laughs> <laughs> again, sl- again, slice of life. Yeah, slice right. of life. That's right. Drinking Arnold right. Palmer for us. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Mother, don't you recognize your son?